Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your vibrational, multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global broadcast and brilliant Unity community. Uh, I want to extend a bright and a beautiful good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all of you tuning in from around the world to help me welcome my beautiful friend, international best-selling author, founder, and teacher of the Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom, Lisa Barnett is here. We're going to talk about your soul, and your soul has a plan, and it's written in your Akashic record. Lisa will be offering a group healing with the Akashic Masters later based on what you need help with. So feel free to write in via the webcast to let us know what you would like some healing assistance with uh, later on. So welcome home, beautiful souls, luminous light leaders, new earth paradise partners, cosmic creators to this grand opportunity and invitation to expand your awareness and consciousness. Know that this is a harmonious haven, a sacred space, a soulful sanctuary to really see your divinity, your sacredness, to feel empowered. And I'm dedicated and devoted to walking hand in hand and heart to heart with all of you as we soar into our highest potentials together. Uh, I do want to invite you to subscribe to our show. It's a free platform. You can ask, access everything at straighttalkforthesoul.com. You can also listen to all of our replays on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, and Stitcher, and connect with us further in our private Facebook group by entering Straight Talk for the Soul or on Instagram, um, and you can find us there just entering Carrie Murphy. And uh, now I want to invite all of you to really slow down and breathe. Um, imagine joining hands and hearts with every single soul in this sacred circle. Envision this and feel this and set the pure intention to radiate love and joy and kindness and compassion uh, into every heart as well as to every soul on the planet. And let's just radiate, radiate that divine love and joy um, and just feel those waves uniting us all and blessing us all. And let's embrace the potent power of this unity community to heal, uplift, um, and bless everyone in this community and on the planet. So thank you for doing that. And uh, now let me tell you about beautiful Lisa. She is the author of Your Soul Has a Plan, Awaken to Your Life Purpose Through Your Akashic Records, um, which was released today, and it's already a, a number one uh, bestseller on Amazon. Uh, she's devoted her life as a divine channel of the Akasha to help people connect to their soul guidance. She's also the founder and the teacher of Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom. This is an internationally recognized school where Lisa has taught thousands of students worldwide, uh, and she's helped train and certify dozens of Akashic consultants and teachers. She has more than 30 years of experience in the Spiritual Healing Forum, and she's a master of many healing modalities. But her specialty is empowering people to find greater fulfillment, happiness, abundance, health, and ease by aligning them with their soul path and understanding their soul's plan, including soul contracts, which we'll talk about, um, 
karmic patterns, vows, uh, thereby enabling uh, people to transform with greater ease. She's also the international best-selling author of The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records and From Question to Knowing, 73 Prayers uh, to Transform Your Life. She has developed many amazing programs and books to help people experience lasting transformation, including 10 written and auditory courses, dozens of meditations, and frequent webinars to teach people around the world how to access their Akashic Record. And the goal of all of this is to share tools and prayers from the Akashic Records to help you at a soul level create the life that your heart desires and that your soul desires as well. So today... We're really going to delve into uh, this whole idea about your soul having a plan, and it's written in your Akashic Records. Some people think we have total free will in life, and some believe in destiny, but your soul comes to Earth with a plan, and this information is part of the wisdom that's in your Akashic Record. There's so much more than stories about who you've been in your past lives. It holds information about your talents, your purpose, along with your soul contracts and the karmic lessons uh, that you came in to learn. So during our time together, you're going to understand how we plan our lives, why we make some challenging choices and how to clear them. We'll do a group healing to help you release some obstacles to move forward on your soul path. Um, we're going to talk about how to update your Akashic record and Many of you probably wonder why we make these challenging soul contracts, so we're going to talk about that. And um, again, write in, because for this healing later, um, let us know what you want clearing and, and healing assistance with, and we will uh, we will include that later. So I love my time with Lisa, so please join me. Let's get started. Join me in extending waves and waves of love, light, and joy uh, to Lisa as I welcome her to the show. So hi, my dear. Hi, Carrie. It is always so lovely to be here with you. I just, I do feel so welcomed and so loved. I really appreciate you and your community. So thank you oh, for having me We appreciate me back. you, and congratulations on yet another book being out there in the world, you know, sharing your wisdom. <laughs> um, <laughs> it just keeps flowing, doesn't it, Lisa? Thank you. Yes, it does. <laughs> Yeah, time is speeding up. <laughs> yeah, how is this one different from the others? Well, it, the funny thing is, actually, I kind of realized um, recently that I have written my books in backwards order so far, and so this is really the perfect beginning place for all of the hundreds and thousands of people who are waking up now and who really are looking for more information and, and just to start to understand what the heck is going on, you know, for us as humans, um, you know, souls having this human experience. So this is really the perfect almost place to start learning about your soul's plan, understanding, you know, that we're not victims, and that nothing is is really random, and I think that that is one of the the things that often wakes us up is mm-hmm. some trauma or challenge or you know whatever it is struggle with health or an accident or money, and we think, oh my gosh, the world is you know not yeah. treating me very well. <laughs> yes, and when I, we start to understand yeah. who we are in this bigger way, then we can really change the way we look at the world. 
Mm-hmm. It really, it supplies us with ease and grace to move through these things and understand them. And part of what you've been doing for 20 years is, you know, accessing this and teaching people and you know you're you're offering that again to this community and you're going to uh, a new live course to teach people how to access their own records which i love because it's empowering people to do this for themselves and and it's very possible so we'll talk about that later but when it comes to a life plan you know and we all come in with one you know what's important and what you teach is that it's important to access information about that plan because you know, unfortunately, or, you know, it's kind of the way it's designed is we come here and we were born to forget it. <laughs> so, right? kind of ironic, right? <laughs> I know. I know. It is honestly the craziest thing in the world. It's like you write a whole big plan and then you get to the earth and you have total amnesia. And we're like, why am I here? What did I come to do? Why is everything so hard on this in this world, you know? So understanding, right, going back and waking up to the truth that you did write a plan and it is actually accessible. So it is not um, hidden from you any longer. And that is one of the things that the Akashic Record Keepers have said to me so many years ago. They said, it's everyone's birthright to access your Akashic Records, to understand your soul's plan and your contracts and the karmic patterns and find the gifts and talents, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because they want us to be supported and um, clear, have clarity on our life in order to do this with much greater ease. Well, yeah, so we're not disappointed (laughs) you know what comes up or you know a lot of people feel blocked they feel trapped they feel isolated constricted you know all of these things um and may may not really understand or remember that we actually chose our families we chose certain um circumstances for uh growth of the soul um and so talk about that i mean each and every one of us having this life plan, this soul plan. Um, tell us more about your understanding of this, and, and specifically for people who may be new to the community and, and they haven't heard you uh, speak on this. Yes, absolutely. So the way the Akashic Record Keepers explain this is that we are, of course, very, very, very ancient souls. Most of us have been on the planet over 400 times as we're starting, even when we're starting to wake up now. Most of us are really old souls just realizing and starting to to reclaim that and realize that. And so um, when we can look into our plan, what we realize is that we have so many gifts and talents from other lifetimes that we wanted to share with humanity, with our friends, with our family, our community. We might start a business to do that. But a lot of us do it in a a much more simple, really, you know, one-on-one sort of way. It may be a conversation with your best friend or partner mm-hmm. or the way we teach um, our children. So, You know, we don't have to be speakers and authors and, you know, anybody on a stage or having a podcast or like you, Carrie, sharing with the world. But we are still living our purpose 
And when we can start to understand that we have purposes, not just yes. one purpose, um, it, that in itself, I think, is really useful for people to understand and to know that we are often on task and on purpose, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't look like it or feel like it in the moment. Right. right. And isn't that liberating? Because oh. people can be very hard on themselves, like, wow, I just have not found my purpose. I have not found. And and when realizing they're probably in it, it's just um, talk about that. You know, when we talk about a person's soul path or purpose, um, what is that feeling like? You know, if someone is on path, on purpose. Well, to me, it often shows up as something that is so natural to us that we almost don't realize it, right? Mm -hmm. It's so easy. It's so fun. Um, And and often it is that feeling of um, just, you know, really desiring to have, say, children is a great example because so many of us have kids that Mm -hmm. that's part of our purpose is to – to raise them and to love them and to help them awaken, especially if you're a um, a light worker, like I'm, I know that most of you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and and for some people, it's about also clearing and ending karmic patterns and old contracts. And so sometimes we pick those children who are not what we find easy, or um, you know, mm-hmm. there's so many different aspects. But when we think about the fact that we were aware of this and planned this before we embodied, we said, maybe I want to come and work with autistic children and help them to wake up and be held Mm -hmm. and seen and loved. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, so many of the light workers have been born into abusive families of some kind, and it's to help end abuse on our planet. And so Mm -hmm. even the challenges like that, even the emotionally painful and traumatic experiences are often something that we as a soul chose. Yes, to evolve and to cultivate greater compassion, kindness. And what's fascinating is that the purpose can evolve as well and change um, during our time here. And, you know, as we evolve, what what feels exciting and passionate to us can also change and evolve. Um, You were just talking about working with autistic children, and I think about my daughter, Lisa. Um, You know, she started off doing something totally different, but now, last year, her soul guided her to start doing exactly that. (laughs) And and now she's doing that. But, um, and yeah, I think with all of us, you know, our, our inspiration, if we allow our inspiration to guide us, you know, our soul will will direct us to the proper path, you know, that will allow for greater evolution. And um, one thing I want to tap into that that you're um, so skilled in speaking at uh, or to is our past lives and how they impact and affect our present situation. So let's let's dive into that. Of course. So the way the record keepers often um, explain it is that, if you imagine that we've had those, let's call it 400 past lives, 
that there were lessons you wanted to learn, and you did. And, of course, there were lessons you wanted to learn, and you didn't complete those. You didn't quite figure them out. And we call these lessons often in our world, you know, karma or karmic patterns. And so um, the record keepers, of course, want us to understand that there is no punishment. It is, again, the soul's choice to learn and grow in that way. So we often bring some of those karmic patterns back from those past lives where we didn't quite get it, we didn't complete it, we didn't move all the way into a place of forgiveness or compassion, um, right. learning and sharing. And then, of course, there are uh, you know, a couple hundred more lives where you were very proficient at a variety of things. And so those gifts, those talents, whether it was parenting or writing or speaking or sharing gifts or being a healer or um, whatever it was, being an inventor, I I often get that as such a, 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 um, a big and important um purpose on the planet right now and going forward and so i believe that many 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 of our you know children or grandchildren or you know the next generation or on down will be reclaiming a lot of their um past life wisdom from other planets planes and dimensions yes. so it's not just earth there's tons of that, but there are other other worlds we've lived in and other gifts and talents. And so I believe a lot of the um, the inventions that will help us to heal the planet, to transform, mm-hmm. you know, maybe salt water into drinkable water, all, you know, whatever, you know. Yes. Heal air pollution. All A lot of these things I think are going to be um, – memories of what we did in other worlds mm-hmm. and so we write that into our plan yes it's not just from here right not just from you know one or two lifetimes you've had but from hundreds of lifetimes you've had. yes i mean that's the most important thing is realizing the vast um the vastness of the knowledge that we hold as a soul from Many galaxies, many planes, many um, many spaces and places and dimensions, and um, and also I want to talk about the soul contracts and vows because people always write in about this. Lisa, um, can you hear me? By the way, yeah, yep, yep, I can hear. You. Okay, we, we're having yeah. a storm here, so that we just had like a ton of um, thunder. So I was like, Ooh. "Are you still there? Am I still here?" <laughs> So, um, oh, good. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. But with the soul contracts and vows, um, delve into that a little bit because people can feel – we can feel when we have a contract with someone almost. Like you know, you know, whether it's challenging um, or really loving and you're like, oh, my gosh, I know you. I have known you. I have known you. And, you know, so talk about why we do that, you know, what some of these soul contracts and vows, you know, are like or describe them a little bit. Right, of course. So uh, being ancient wise souls, infinite souls, we have a very big soul family. So I would say that um, most of us have probably at least a 1,000 or more souls that are part of our original soul family. 
So it's kind of interesting the way the record keepers explain it, is what they say is when we first individuate from source, we are, you know, born as one huge soul. Our souls are really vast. And as we go on our journey over the millennia, we literally um, break into pieces. And so the idea of a um, soulmate is somewhat true, but there are more than one, there's more than one other mm-hmm. you, right? So your soul doesn't break into two pieces; it breaks into hundreds of pieces. And it's just because we're such huge souls. And then if you also, on top of it, imagine no time and space. So there are hundreds of thousands of aspects of that original big soul, right? So we're we're doing so much more than we think we're doing, right? We think we're just (laughs) living this little simple life. But we have lives on other planets and times, you know, Mm -hmm. if you're going in a time continuum, other dimensions. Um, And so... That soul family is really large, and we always plan to have support. Part of the, our support team is our soul family, so mm-hmm. they often come in. That might be the person that um, is your significant other, partner, you know, um, you might marry them or not. It doesn't matter. They could be your children or your parents or your best friend, right? Mm-hmm. Often a lot of those people, or at least some of those people, are part of your original soul family. And yeah. we often feel that in that really loving, warm, and like, oh, my gosh, that was um, the experience I had when I when I first met my husband 32 years ago. We just celebrated <laughs> our 32nd anniversary mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve. Oh. Um, <laughs> Happy <laughs> anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. But that was this kind of weirdest of experiences. We were at a wedding. We were at a big party, and he came up to me, and he said, I know I know you. And it felt like we were in a little bubble in the middle of a huge party. And, you know, it just was like, uh, yes, I, I know yes, you. I know you. <laughs> I, I remember I, you. Or I you can see it in the eyes. Like sometimes mm-hmm. you will lock eyes with an individual, and you just you know them. Like you yeah. you, it, it it's just um it's you know you can't mistake it. It's just it's so powerful, and it's so lovely when it can evolve um, harmoniously and beautifully like you and your husband for 32 years because oftentimes these um, soul contracts and soulmates, um, it comes with a, a little more of a challenge <laughs> in, yeah, in our experience. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it really does. And so, it, you know, it's nice and, and you know, to think, and, and I feel very blessed to, to have found this person that I've, you know, been running through the galaxy with forever. Um, and, <laughs> and honestly, I remember in our last life we were brother and sister. And so we're often, you know, in different kinds of relationships, not always significant Mm -hmm. partner relationships. But they're also often the souls we call on for the harder tasks. And that is to say, you know what, I really want to learn about, you know, let's say abuse or autism. And Mm -hmm. that person says, I will be your autistic child or I will be your abusive parent or I will be in that role. 
because I love you so much and I know how much you want to understand this. Yes. And, you know, heal that trauma, mm-hmm. that separation that it often creates in us. Um, and I will be there for you, you know, in this role. And so right. mm-hmm. when we can really understand that all of us are truly playing a role, that all of us are infinite, wise, light souls playing mm-hmm. a role, right? And that's why we come here, to live in this kind of crazy matrix we've created, to play out these roles, to have these experiences, to learn and grow. And then when we go, you know, when we leave the body and we get back together in another etheric realm, it's like, Mm -hmm. wow, wasn't that crazy? Thank you so much. (laughs) Good job. Good job with that. Right, right. You really convinced me that you were that, you know. Well, and, you know, a lot of people, you know, especially people who are very conscious about, you know, their lives, you know, probably everyone listening to a show like this, um, they do wake up and recognize those most challenging people. And they can see it clearly from the perspective that you're speaking of and recognize that it's all for the purpose of cultivating the qualities of compassion, um, grace, forgiveness, kindness, all of these things. And we can even look at those beings who haven't woken up, you know, to what we're talking about and have such grace and love for them for their role um, in that soul contract, <laughs> you know, and, and doing it so well. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and so um, the record keepers always say the point is honestly love. Mm-hmm. So we create and we choose these challenges and we we do this to, again, return to the unified field of one, yeah. to love and grace mm-hmm. and and for most of us as humans that takes um the awareness and the consciousness that that this person is really playing a role that they are not actually evil and that they are always light and always part of source and when we can start to get into our heart and and understand that and be the forgiveness forgiveness is really one of the first mm-hmm. steps to to compassion and then really back into a place of love yes Yes, and it, it's an opportunity, it's the grandest opportunity to really embody um, kindness, forgiveness, grace, rather than the opposite, which is blame, shame, um, a lack of forgiveness, bitterness, all of those things. I mean, that's the whole purpose of our evolution is to choose the higher, to cultivate the higher energies from every challenging situation. And you know, learning to go into the Akashic Records, which is what you teach people to do, talk about the the benefits, you know, and, and, you know, of accessing their own records. Yeah, so one of the, well, there's so many benefits. Let me see. (laughs) One of the most amazing, in a way, simplest benefits is that when you open your records, when you actually learn to shift vibrationally into this energy, you are held in the arms of source. Mm. We feel seen and loved unconditionally. And that, to me, is one of the greatest blessings and really healings 
just by learning to open the records and be in that vibration. It shifts your 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 energy in your body. It shifts, you know, really how we see things. It opens and expands us to see the world in a bigger way, to be able to be more loving, more compassionate, kinder, all of that when we move into a higher vibration. And so part of really what the ascension is about and awakening is truly about is raising our vibration and expanding Mm -hmm. energetically to be the love. And the records, accessing your Akashic records, makes that very simple and easy. Mm -hmm. And, And then on top of it, you get phenomenal information and you get guidance and you can ask very specific questions about why did I pick these parents? Do I have a karmic pattern with them? Do I have a contract with them? Is it done yet? Am I on my path, right? Am I actually working through this old karmic pattern that I came to complete, right? Give me baby steps. And so... It's all about the question and opening to the infinite possibilities that your record keepers can support you with. Mm-hmm. And all of this vibrationally valuable information that you know we can take into our day-to-day experience just to allow it to expand and flow more easily. And you know you've taught thousands of people how to do this, Lisa, and. You know, what if someone is saying, okay, I'm kind of new to this. Um, I'm not sure if I'll be able to do that. I mean, you know, someone like you, Lisa, has been in the healing arts for over 30 years. If someone is relatively new, do you find that they're still able to learn how to access their records? You know, absolutely. So it it kind of doesn't have anything to do with new or I've been at it for a long time, really. It's about... um really kind of the learning the steps mm-hmm. often for many of us it's about the practice and i always like people to realize that there is no such thing as a magic bullet right we we have practices and processes and i teach a five-step wisdom prayer system to make it really simple and easy you don't have to learn how to meditate for 20 years before you can do this. You know? So I give you vibrational keys to open the door to the Akashic Record. But for many of us, it's really about our own um, trust, learning to trust what we're yes. receiving, right? And mm-hmm. kind of shifting out of that self-doubt and really in my workshops, I teach and, you know, many simple tools. I love simple. I am, yeah. I'm not one of those people who sits and meditates for three hours a day. It just kind of isn't who I am, right? Mm-hmm. So I love the ease and the grace of being able to shift in a minute into the Akashic field to shift your vibration quickly, to mm-hmm. ask questions, to get some some action steps, to be held in this love, to have tools, to clear your energy field and become the sovereign of your body, right? We'll talk a little bit more about some of these things. But all of these tools and gifts that the record keepers have given us help us and support us in going deeper in accessing our own Akashic records. And so um, I really feel that, that that has been one of the great blessings is that the record keepers, when they ask me to open 
um, an Akashic school. And I said, well, okay, how do I do that? And they just said, we'll give you the steps. We'll give you access keys and and access healing prayers and lots of, you know, little simple 10-minute meditation tools to support you. So um, it's a great way to to accelerate, really to accelerate your, your path. Absolutely. And also, you know, if people want to work with those soul contracts we were talking about and bring them to completion, if they're no longer serving them, they can learn how to do that. Um, they can also, you know, just learn how to set healthy boundaries, clear their energy fields, clear money blocks. A lot of people have blocks to abundance that, um, that can be accessed in the records to um, to create a new flow of prosperity and abundance, and um, that's a big one for people always. <laughs> and, um, Absolutely. Well, that's a practical one that impacts everyone, and oftentimes they're not recognizing that it stems from perhaps a vow of pro- of poverty. Right. Um, that's something we can do in our group healing later. We've done that in the past. Um, you know, where the, the Akashic Masters will come in through you and clear some of those poverty blocks um, or health, um, any of those things. So remember, all of you, we're going to be doing that later. C- continue to write in and let us know what you want cleared. Um, what are some other big ones that we do here, Lisa, that might benefit people? Um, Oh, gosh. Um, So uh, some of the soul contracts that are complete, and the interesting thing is is that some of these things, like these vows or contracts, are actual holdovers from past lives. So our past lives affect us in a variety of ways. I know that sometimes people think, oh, I don't really care who I was in a past life. But it's not about who you were. It's Again, like I often say, what you were and what we can either reclaim because it can be a great gift or um, bring to completion because sometimes it's the emotional pain or the trauma that we're holding on to from a lifetime Mm -hmm. or, you know, um, different vows to not take money for our gifts or to not be seen or to, you know, not do the work we've come to do because we feel unworthy. So there's a lot of emotional kind of um, vibrational pieces like like low self-esteem or an unworthiness and self-doubt and all of those kinds of things that are connected to childhood, you know, this life often in many different ways, but often originate in other lifetimes. So working on that um, can be very yeah. beneficial to just kind of uh, release those, you know, unconscious blocks like I feel blocked and I don't know why. And right. The, right, the record keepers will be, well, there's this and there's this and there's this, right? There's these five layers um, mm-hmm. that are creating this block. And so mm-hmm. when we talk about money or abundance, often there's multiple layers, this lifetime, ancestral lineage, vows of poverty and other kind of um, vows or contracts from lifetimes, all of these curses, which is always kind of a weird but true thing that will show up in our Akashic records that can also hold us back from creating greater abundance um, in our mm-hmm. lives. So, yeah, so, so much. Back, yeah. <laughs> so, so accessing, having that access, again, this is why, you know, it's not just one um, tool that works on this level. It's accessing your whole soul library 
so that you can understand the um, intricacy of who mm-hmm. you really are. Yes. Well, and how empowering that is for people to realize that they have the capacity to do that. And one thing I wanted to ask you, and someone else wrote in earlier asking um, something uh, about this as well. When you, um, you know, when we do the group healing and the Akashic Masters come in and support with that, um, are you um, an Akashic um, master, or is there an aspect of you that is when you bring this through? How would you describe that? Yes, interesting, uh, interesting question. So, um, you know, I would say certainly in one way, I, I am a master Akashic teacher. I have channeled, you know, these three books and and more, as well as mm-hmm. all of the work, all of the prayers. But what the Akashic Record Keepers and and many of the Akashic Record Keepers, there's a kind of an interesting hierarchy in the record. So there are Akashic Lords, Akashic Masters, Akashic Akashic Teachers, and then the newer beings of light. But Mm -hmm. what they told me many, 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 many years ago now when they asked me to start a school and I said, why me? Why would you pick me? Right at that point, I had three babies, and I was feeling a little overwhelmed. <laughs> like, really? You so have the wrong woman. Um, I'm like, why me? Come on. And I'm just a mom in the suburbs. And um, they said, because you were one of us. You were an Akashic master. You were a record keeper. And so we can speak, you know, to you and through you and channel this energy and this information and wisdom um, to you and through you. And so, yes, you could say I'm an Akashic. Right, right. How beautiful. Well, I'm glad you're back. And (laughs) (laughs) And embodied again for the Thousands time. <laughs> exactly. And what's so beautiful is you do it with so much joy. All of all of your teaching and your um the wisdom that you share and the healing is all done with this with joy every single time. And I love that about you, Lisa. Um Thank you. I think that you have you know, I think cleared a lot of um the lower vibrational patterns because it's evident in your your overall frequency. So so this stuff works. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, and and I love this work, you know, and the record keepers do say this is one of the the most powerful empowerment tools on the planet. Yes. Because it is about the infinite you. It is it is not just a tool. It is you in 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 expansion, in infiniteness, infinity. Mm-hmm. And so um it is so cool because as we are awakening as we're raising our vibration and as we are literally ascending. And to me, that is to a higher dimension, which we're doing embodied, which is mm-hmm. exciting to do this for the very first time. No one's done this on the planet like this, right, as a whole group, as a whole humanity, as a whole planet, right? Gaia herself is awakening and ascending. So it's exciting um, because what it also is giving us is kind of the new energy, um, information as it is just coming in mm-hmm. from kind of the galactic core. It is 
it is really giving us um, the ability to not just work in the past and what we've known before and old teachings, but to bring through new information, truly new information, um, and yes. for the planet. Which, which is why it's so beautiful, you know, when you teach these um, Akashic Wisdom classes where, and we're going to talk about your offer in just a minute, you know, you get to bring through each time, I'm, prob- I'm sure it's probably, it evolves and grows and the frequencies and the information that comes through evolves each time. And um, I want to talk about your offer because you're doing it again in February, Um so for those of you listening live, we're still at the, we're at the end of January here, um, but you're going to be offering this again. And I want to, if people want to follow along and, and look at this offer, uh, it can be found at straighttalkforthesoul.com. Click on our marketplace link and you will see Lisa's beautiful face and smile. Click on her picture. It'll take you to this. And Lisa, this is, you know, um, it's comprehensive. You know, it's eight days two hours per day, um, of course, everything recorded. But, I, you know, I know your excitement for doing this, and um, I'm grateful you're doing it again for those who want to attend live. Talk to us a little bit more about this. And then everyone stay tuned because we're going to do the group healing and continue to write in about what you'd like clearing and healing on. Um, so we're going to do that after this. So tell us about um, <laughs> this course, online okay. workshop. Absolutely. So I am excited, really excited to be offering this again live. Um, And I teach you to be guided by your own soul's wisdom by learning to access your Akashic Records. And what that means is that I teach you the five-step wisdom prayer system that the Akashic Record Keepers have given me. And this helps you to open your heart to receive support from this energy, I was talking a little bit about this earlier, this moving into the records, we move into divine source energy, and we can really feel the unconditional love and merge with that and become that ourselves. And that is what I would say you see or feel in me is all of this time, of course, doing the healing that I've done for myself but being able to start to become that love that divine source really has meant us to be. And we can also start to really understand the relationships in our life that are difficult and challenging and the wisdom they hold and how we can complete some of them and really, you know, learn so much about our own self, our alignment, our energy field, having healthy boundaries, raising our vibration, so much that we learn in this um it's an eight-day workshop. It's not in a row. <laughs> right, it's over right. a month, so it's mm-hmm. twice a week, two hours a session for four weeks. And um, six of the sessions are uh, pure, really, teaching sessions where I teach you the five-step wisdom prayer system. I teach you guided visualizations and meditations. I teach you seven Akashic healing prayers to help you clear and release old energy. Um, And so as we do 
all of that, exercises, opening our records, going in, asking questions, doing processes. So we're actually kind of getting and practicing right there in each um, two-hour class. And then two of the classes are really more about having plenty of time for me to do group healing with um, everyone and to Beautiful. answer your questions, what's coming up, you know, often it's, am I really in the records? Is this deal true? You know, mm-hmm. and so we really get to spend time together as you integrate this energy and yes. and into your body, right? It's really a part of the process and, and um, it's not just kind of knowing something out there, Right? It's not just like when we were in school and we learned something and we memorized that, but it's really about embodying it and integrating it down into your physical body also as a vibration. Right. Well, and just to have clear answers um, and to have that confidence to be able to ask for clear guidance, clear answers, you know, moving forward in our lives and I'm reading here also, you know, tools to clear your personal energy field so you can set healthy boundaries and not take on the pain or the energy of others. And we've had two people already write in about that um, for the for the group healing. And I think um, I definitely feel that would be helpful and beneficial for us to include that, you know, really uh, providing some support. Um, it sounds like from what I'm reading in the webcast, you know, people who may be around us who are either sick, physically sick, or perhaps um, depressed or not happy. And, you know, as empaths, people tend to take on that energy if um, if they forget or are not aware of how to set up those boundaries. So I'm going to make a note of that for okay, our... Okay, uh, yes. <laughs> Let's definitely <laughs> do that. And the lovely what? thing is, is that, yeah, I teach you not only... Um, We'll do it energetically as a process, but there are also um, Akashic healing prayers that the record keepers have given me, which I teach in the workshop so that you can do this for yourself every day. The clearing prayers and creating this these boundaries and becoming the sovereign of your life. That means you get to be the queen or the king of your physical body and your energy field so that you are in alignment to your soul's plan and you are not living someone else's plan or or desire or you know whatever it might be that people literally often pull us off our path because they're so um in our energy field in our space right mm-hmm. so very very important simple and and that's why I say, you know, I do this for beginners, too, because some of these, you know, people often, oh, boundaries, I get that, you know, might seem like a beginner step, but I don't know that we can ever have um, good enough boundaries. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, it's something we do daily. It's not a one and done. And so mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of this information from the record keepers that, even if you know how to, you know, create a boundary or whatever that might be, um, to continue practicing and to learn new yes. ways to do it. And to, <laughs> yes, like, that's the word, is practice it yeah. on a daily basis. Um, and part of, some of the bonuses in here, you know, contribute to that as well. There's a... Um, 
25% off a session with you as a bonus. There's the rainbow shield meditation. There's the grounding your kite meditation. And there's the calling back your energy meditation. Um, and access to your private Facebook group as well. Um, so some of these are, you know, people can start listening to. As you said, they may sound simplistic or maybe, you know, but it's it's a matter of practicing them and opening into perhaps new ways of doing these um these things. So all of that is included as well in this offer. Oh, and, and again, let me yeah. add one more mm-hmm. thing that sure. isn't on the page. <laughs> one more really great bonus is that there is a 45-minute um, uh, um, pre-recorded healing call, which means that you could listen, start listening to it today if you wanted to. And it is about opening and clearing your clairs. Because for many new people, that's one of the biggest deals where we're like, I don't know if I'm clairvoyant or clairsentient or claircognizant. And it's a 45-minute really specific um, healing call that will help people to open and clear them. And, and of course, you know, there's a couple of weeks now. We, We still have almost a whole month before the class starts live that you could do that once a week for the next four weeks or whatever felt right for you so that's one more bonus that um, somehow I forgot (laughs) yes okay Um, thank you for mentioning that so there's a lot here and again this is all about empowering you to be able to really um, take charge of your future your present you know moving forward and being able to access you know all of your Akashic wisdom and so, Lisa, I'm excited about this. Um, begins next month, and uh, you can read all the details here on the, the special offer page for those of you who are interested. And um, okay, so Lisa, moving forward with the the healing, uh, the clearing with the Akashic Masters. Each time that you've been here and we've done this, I mean, some of these get really extensive. And I mean, you're so generous with your time and with what we do here. So. Um, I'm going to make a list as I read some of the the, um, the comments that are coming in about what they want to work on. Um, Lisa, are you sensing anything that might be beneficial right off the bat to include? Just, um, um, yes, actually I am. And um, uh, what's coming up is kind of a general clearing around that feeling of being a victim, um, mm-hmm. of victimhood. And I don't know if there's any other name or way to say that easily, but um, that is uh, feels really important because it feels very pivotal for everyone. And um, I notice, and I laugh about this because, you know, in all my ridiculous honesty, I find that <laughs> I occasionally will still be like, feel like a victim and that I have to laugh and I'm like oh my gosh Lisa really okay so let's work on that some more Mm -hmm. and you know as we know right now in this wonderful amazing and crazy time in history there is so much going on around us in the world the way people are thinking and feeling and and driving and all of the above and um, what I notice is that often as we are bringing things to completion, mm-hmm. as we're clearing or releasing something, um, 
it'll pop up again in some way or another, right? And sometimes it ends up in our face more than it has been um, in a while. And so we want to really, I want to do some clearing just energetically. It feels very um, multi-level, so um, I'm not sure what levels. I'll, you know, I'm going to open the group records, bring us all into the Akash together so everyone can be in the energy if they want. So all you have to do is think, yes, please. And the record keeper, record keepers will come in and, and bring you into the energy. And we are, will also be calling in your own personal record keepers. So I'm not opening anyone's records in specific. I'm opening the collective group that's listening here or, you know, in the future, if you're listening on a replay, it still works just perfectly. No time space, right? Yes, yes, yes. All of that sounds beautiful. And um, um, I see quite a few that kind of relate to completing soul contracts with compassion and grace and love, you know, relationships ending and and, uh, to do so with compassion and love. I see that here. Um, I see um, a healing to embody pure unlimited joy. Love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's save that for the end. Let's, let's all have yes. kind of remind me as we go along. Yeah. But that's a perfect one for like the last one. Right. Um, releasing trauma from past lives. Um, there's quite a few that are related to that so that people can bring forth their gifts because they're afraid of being um, persecuted in some way. Sure. Yes. Yeah, that's a biggie. Um, it really is because we have been persecuted so many times over thousands of years, right? Thousands of years and hundreds of lifetimes often. So, yeah, that's right. Or, the, yeah, the fear to lead or choose or be responsible um, due to past life um, occurrences. Um, um, bring, clear blocks to bring in and do the work that we love. Um, oh, unworthiness, that always comes up, um, clearing unworthiness, <laughs> and um, clearing the intense energies of the last few months. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too, absolutely. Yes. Um, okay. Um, All right, we've despair. got plenty to get yeah. started and with. And despair <laughs> and overwhelm, I'll, I'll add that in mm. there. Okay. okay. Lots, that's okay. lots to get into. Yes. Oh, good. So let's just start by just sitting back in our chairs and closing our eyes if you're in a place that you can be comfortable doing that. And if not, that's fine. Do a soft gaze towards the ground if you can't really close your eyes all the way. Oh, And we just drop down into our Sacred Heart Center creating a beautiful, open, sacred heart as we blend our fourth chakra and our our high heart, which is really where our thymus is. So we have a spiritual high heart and a, and a fourth chakra heart. So we invite them both to open, blend, and merge as we open our sacred hearts. And we invite our soul to come down more fully present into our physical body as we connect to Gaia and create this beautiful sacred space. And we ask the Divine Lords of Unconditional Love 
to help us center fully in this moment. Please wrap us in your love and protection and allow us to travel to the highest realms of the Akasha available to us today. Please help us relay our multidimensional hearts open to divine love and release all resistance. Lords of the Akashic Record, please guide us to the deepest truth we can access now. Support us in healing and releasing that which no longer serves on our true path. We give great thanks for your divine love and support on this journey today. And so just feeling as your heart opens and expands and we create this beautiful column of Akashic light and energy to encircle all of us, keeping us safe, keeping us nice and grounded as we create this space all together around the planet. And we call in our own personal Akashic Record Keepers to help us with our personal healing on any or all of the um, issues that come up that we're going to work on today. So whether you know that if it affects you or not, you can just invite your Record Keepers to offer whatever healing that is for you um, in alignment and with resonance to your soul. And so it's perfect because we get a personal healing in this beautiful group setting, and we are so grateful to the Akashic Record Keepers and Akashic Lords and Masters who are all here with us doing and supporting this work. Hmm. And so I am being called to really start with clearing and releasing the old energy of victimhood the feeling or the belief that we are a victim of the world or a family or a something or whether it's um, a person or it could be physical or um, some sort of circumstance. But we want to actually unwrite the way I see it, the way I feel it coming through. is like unweaving a program that first sends us as humans who believe that we are separate and alone into a place of, of feeling um, victimized. And so what we're doing is unwriting that victimization programming that virtually everyone on the planet has had for whatever, tens of thousands of years. And so, just thinking yes and feeling whatever you feel, noticing whatever you notice, we are unwriting, unweaving, deleting this programming from everyone. And to me, the the beauty of doing this as a group is that when it happens for you, it starts to ripple out to all the people who are near you because they want to match your energy. As your energy raises, people around us unconsciously want to match our energy. So either they raise their vibration and start to just unconsciously deprogram themselves 
or sometimes they just disappear from our lives. Sometimes that's not their path, and off they go in a different direction. But doing this as a group is so powerful. So really, with that intention to release victimhood and victimization and the belief that we are victims and of all levels and layers of energy. And I'm actually seeing the record keepers kind of going through our chakra system, too. And um, it looks like this program is not just, um, often I'll see a program kind of like around um, an area in the body. It might be around one or two chakras. But this is a big program that seems to be part of all of the chakras. And our chakra system is very complicated. It's actually 12 layers deep from front to back with conscious and unconscious layers as well as astral layers. So we're more complicated, I think, than most of us ever imagine. So the record keepers are deprogramming this victimhood program from really starting with our sixth chakra with our head, right? We think that in our head, and that starts to trigger a lot of the energy through our body and keeps us from speaking our truth or speaking out even, right? It's so common that when someone is in an abusive situation, they don't speak out. And so this program of of being victimized or being a victim or all of that energy is is strung together through, through our whole chakra system. And so we're clearing that from the head and then on through the throat, through the fifth chakra, and down into our hearts. Again, often that makes us believe and feel that we're unlovable, right, that there's something wrong with us or that we're bad in some way. And so um, this is really fascinating, Carrie, because I've never seen it show up like this before. And I know that's because of the phenomenal light workers that are, you know, coming together here today for this work, for this healing. Mm, beautiful. Thank you, Lisa. Mm. So we're working on unlovable patterns as well as victimhood, right? We're working on a fear of speaking our truth or speaking up or speaking out even, just in all ways. So interesting that this kind of over-pattern of victimization is, is so connected and related in these different levels. Ah, whew. So they're still working on our hearts and now all of that unlovable unworthiness in the heart and on into the solar plexus, the third chakra. There's also a lot of that energy of, hmm, see how to call that. It's um, Our third chakra is very much about uh, being the creator beings we are, creating and outpicturing our 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 life, um, our best life, right? So, 
So it's about, again, that level of unworthiness in the third, um, uh, believing that we're not creative or, or able to create. And that's very much about the manifesting an abundant life, also a loving and beautiful, glorious life. It's about that's very connected into that third chakra. So we're unwriting that victimization in the third as well as unwriting any of these programs around um, unable to manifest or, or to create or being uncreative or being um, unable to express ourselves in so many different ways that's connected into that third chakra, solar plexus chakra. Oh, so take a couple of nice belly breaths because that's big. And then down into our second chakra because, of course, there's a lot of our emotions are stored in that space and a lot of that emotional pain of being victimized, of being hurt and abused is stored in our second chakra. And so we want to clear that out, all of these lower vibrational energies of shame and blame and guilt and victimization many much of that is stored also other layers are in that second chakra because that's the emotions right Taking lots of nice deep breaths. I kind of like to explosively blow them out to help move it out of your field, out of your body, out of your auric field and energy field. (sighs) However you let that go. And then down into the first chakra. And many of us are unable to ground truly all the way down into the root because that's also about survival and we have a lot of survival patterns and we also store a lot of that that pain, the pain of death from abuse, the pain of really a lot of our death pictures, but again, a lot of the trauma and emotional um, pain is stored in that first chakra as well as the second chakra. Lifetime that we have died um, in all sorts of different ways, whether it's um, as a victim, and again, many, many, many lifetimes as victims of others or of wars or of starvation or of, you know, anyway, I could go on. (laughs) Let's clear that. Opening that space to be clear so we again can truly ground all the way through our whole body, all the way down into our legs and feet and and show up embodied in this physical body in our lives so that we can manifest and create with ease and grace. And it, it does take our whole kind of chakra system to do that. So, wow, that was very cool. <laughs> <laughs> There is a lot surrounding the whole victimization 
programming clearly um is it yeah you touched on quite a bit there um and um yeah so drinking some water taking some <laughs> breaths before we go on i'm actually going to spend a, a minute and fill everyone up with all of their highest akashic light your soul guidance and wisdom really the vibration and energy of you as a huge infinite wise soul we're bringing all of that in to fill you up and after clearing um that those mm-hmm. pains that energy um that emotional trauma from your system your whole system your whole chakra system so we always want to clear and release and then fill us up with our highest the highest you right the highest yeah. soul vibration the kashuk wisdom of you mm-hmm. so just feeling that flowing in through your body down through your crown chakra into your head and your neck and your heart and and your belly all the way down through your third and your second and your first chakras and really all the way down our legs and into our feet. I like to fill up the whole body with that beautiful golden energy. Mm. Ah, so much better. <laughs> <laughs> So now what's coming up next on the list? Well, two big ones that are standing out based on what I'm reading. Um, either money blocks um, or um, um, health uh, challenges, uh, physical pain, health challenges. I see a lot of that. Okay. So which, whatever okay. you want to take Let's on. Let's do the money first. I don't know. That's just mm-hmm. what I'm hearing. Let's work on the money first. Um, because the other interesting aspect is that many of the other healings that we are going to do will also affect the body because we Mm -hmm. often hold a lot of this pain um, and trauma of emotional aspects in the body, and the body um, transfers that in as physical pain, sometimes as illness, as different sorts of layers of dis-ease in the body. So I know kind of as we're going, that will also be lightening up in the physical. So mm-hmm. um, so that's all good. But they want to do some work around abundance. And so let's start with uh, one of my favorite things, clearing the vows of poverty, because mm-hmm. I know as light workers, all of us have been priests and monks and nuns and some sort of, on some sort of spiritual path, whatever it is, whatever we were called, rabbis and um, healers and shaman and, um, you know, just wise ones. But in many, many, many of those lifetimes, we were part of a group or a sect in which we did take some sort of vows. And um, one of the vows we often took were vows of poverty, especially more in the Christian um, world. But I think it, it does flow through a lot of different religions. So let's just blow up all of our vows of poverty through all time, space, continuum, any place we made that vow of poverty, right? We Vow of poverty, vow of chastity, and vow of obedience. The obedience vow is a huge one to clear also. That's been coming up super, mm-hmm. super strong because that keeps us kind of 
you know, again, chained down, feeling like I have to be good in some way. I was working with some clients over the, the last few months who, who were part of, um, uh, you know, different kind of religions where that vow of obedience, where they were literally mm-hmm. in a group where you only, um, uh, you know, talk to each other. You were homeschooled. You only went to church and had, you know, so there's many different, actually, kind of religions that, that function in that way. And that obedience um, is really huge and, and makes it almost impossible to um, to break away from that religion. So we really want to, and I literally, I say blow up, and I kind of, <laughs> I mean it really energetically, um, but truly. Um, because what I see the record keepers do is is really blowing up a lot of these vows, and so um, often they'll be taking these different vows. I if you if you're very visual and you like to imagine things, I see them like kind of like a parchment scroll, and so mm-hmm. they they stack the parchment scrolls kind of and create a bonfire for for us with all of our different vows of poverty, vows of chastity, and vows of obedience. And so they burn them, you know, is one great way to clear and release things. And and often, you know, that's a great little tool that people use where you can write something out and then and then literally, you know, take it outside or put it in your fireplace and physically burn it. There it's very useful for us to do that on the physical mm-hmm. um plain um sometimes in ceremony but we're just doing it for you now (laughs) you don't have to burn anything we're burning them the record keepers are burning them and and i also will often see them kind of like burn and explode it's kind of like you know how when you have a fire in the fireplace and the wood pops and kind of explodes it kind of feels (laughs) like that but almost in a fireworky kind of way so um, so, <laughs> I like blowing things up. It's a funny thing. I like burning things. You know, because we're recycling the energy, and the, right, the more complete right. we are about exploding it and burning it, the easier it is to recycle that energy for use for your highest good or returning it back to whoever it came from, all that energy that isn't yours. So really releasing it in that bigger kind of way of explosion and burning and kind of that smoke and flame thing um, all lets you um, let it go and then recycle it with ease and grace. So (laughs) that's what we're doing with all those vows. And then... um, I am going to invite our record keepers to throw on the soul contracts that are also in that energy realm, right? So we often contracted, not only did we vow with, you know, say as a nun or a priest, um, but we also contracted with the other people, say, in that church, so not only are there vows, right? The reason that these things can be blocks and are so sticky and not as easy to, to get and dump as we'd like is that they're multi-layered. Mm-hmm. So, so now we'll add the next layer of these contracts, and the contracts to me look like contracts that we made with other um, uh, people in the church. You might have been with your priest or with the higher up in the church or, you know, the... the um, uh, <laughs> And the dog is joining in. And yeah. uh, <laughs> she's like, I remember those lives. <laughs> so like, yeah, burn them, Mom. Um, so, the, um, 
so with the other people. Uh, uh, you know, and also it might be, you know, we have group contracts and these different kind of collective contracts with the other people in the church, in the, you know, whatever, monastery, wherever we were. So we are going to also um, burn singular contracts, group contracts, these, mm-hmm. these kind of collective contracts that we wrote with all these people. Um, and so that we can clear and release ourselves from all of that. So kind of more flame, more explosion, all good. (laughs) (laughs) Love it, love it, love it. All right. And then um, the record keepers want to do some unworthiness work around um, a mon- money and abundance, and of course, abundance is is all kinds. So I'm focusing a little more on the money part, you know, but because abundance, but but this is useful for all kinds of abundance, right? Often health mm-hmm. and and you know, it's kind of health, wealth, love, relationship, all of the above. So, um, but I want to go back into the unworthiness pattern because that seems like a, such a big deal, right? where we feel unworthy of love or we feel unworthy of money. Like, I'm not good enough to make a lot of money, you know. I don't think I'm smart enough or or good enough to start a business or, you know, whatever version. We all have, you know, a variety of those kind of versions. So I'm <sighs> working on that. We just ask our record keepers to go back through all time, space, continuum, and, of course, all the way back to our first life on this beautiful um, blue-green rock that we call Earth. Anytime we have made those vows or have been um, have felt unworthy and um, to be abundant of all kinds, and especially around, you know, creating a... Um, an abundant life, you know, with lots of money to to have and to share and to support other people and really to gift. It's it's a really great thing when we have enough money to give it away, right? <laughs> to support all of the great things that we want to support in the world. And so, um, it's clearing that through this earth plane timeline also. Good. Lovely. And we just ask the record keepers to fill us up quickly with our highest Akashic soul energy and light after we burned and blew those up. (laughs) Good. And then um, let's focus for a minute on, or two or five, on um, physical um, kind of health and vitality, all of that. So let's just see how the record keepers want to work around, work on that. So they want to start with working on um, 
kind of interesting. I wasn't expecting this to pop in, but kind of the belief that we are mortal. <laughs> so, so that's kind of cute, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because well, they're like, you're, you're not really, and um, and now it really is time for us to step more fully into that and creating a a physical body energy, like a light body that that can be immortal again on our planet so um if we choose if we choose to hang around for a super long time so um they just they're just like time to get rid of that time to get rid of those beliefs that we age that we have to whatever we think right we have to get old and sickly and wrinkly Mm -hmm. and tired and you know have brain fog and blah 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 all that garbage we ask our record keepers to um to release that from our mental levels and all the way through the chakra system, wherever it is in us, wherever we're holding that um, kind of thought, belief. Releasing aging, yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All for that. Right? And mm-hmm. then what they want to do is help the body to know that um, that the body is loved and supported in all ways. And this is kind of really about helping us to shift any kind of mindset around being more healthy, right? So kind of clearing old energies or beliefs or stories or things that we can't do this or whatever it might be. And so just bringing in um, the higher new vibration of vitality. It's really how it's kind of coming through in a way is vitality and health in all levels. Right to kind of replace our old belief that you know that we get old and sickly, letting the body know it is loved and supported in all ways, and then we also want to um go through <laughs> really the record keepers are so funny because sometimes they're like, let's go through and um kind of release any uh, damage, right? So there sometimes show up like old, I'm seeing old knives or swords or um, spears or different things. Somehow they get like stuck energetically in our field Mm -hmm. and they can affect the body, right? So sometimes we carry that from one life to another in order to remember to heal something, to complete a pattern, right? It's all kind of part of those karmic patterns, but the record keepers want to clear, release, delete any past life in which we're holding um, kind of physical um, pain of, you know, well, often death, but, you know, being hurt, harmed, killed in a war, whatever that was, um, that's showing up in our physical body and bothering our shoulders and our necks and our backs and our legs and our feet and, uh, you know, they it shows up all over our body. So just... Know that any any um, implement because they're showing me like knives and swords. Any implement from a past life is now cleared, released, and deleted, and 
that emotional pain or trauma from that life of dying with that or suffering with that. Sometimes that was the real problem is that it was a long, slow suffer. Or And so we want to clear, release, delete all of that emotional pain and trauma through all time, space, continuum. And they want to work on our auric field because what happens is often the auric field has rips and tears and holes and different things that like allows energy to get more into the body um, and that can show up as um, physical pain or dis-ease also in the body. Mm. So clearing and healing and fixing any rips, tears, holes, any destruction to the aura. We ask our record keepers to bring in our updated, upgraded physical level blueprints. So we're going to drop new blueprints or codes into your crown chakra to integrate down into the body on a cellular level to upgrade the, the physical body after clearing a lot of different things out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> So you might even feel that as kind of like um, sparkling energy moving through. It might feel mm-hmm. warm or cool, however that really is. It's beautiful. Good. Okay. Good. Beautiful. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Oh, my ah. pleasure. And so we also want to do, which mm-hmm. I probably I want to do, um, just some clearing. I know we kind of uh, do this in some ways almost unspoken through a lot of these processes, but I'm just going to speak. We're going to um, do the prayer for clearing other people's out of out of mm-hmm. other people's energy out of our space. We want to hook everybody up and move them out. So. In our last step is we're just really bringing in more of of you and your highest alignment and joy that you already are. Um, we have all the space in the world, in your body, in your energy field for that because we've sent everyone else out in a way. So I'm mm-hmm. going to do the both. I'm going to do a prayer um, to clear entities and energy patterns because often we have those also in our space, we just pick them up through time. It's not, you know, again, it's not ever because we're bad people. It's because sometimes we're around that. Sometimes it's in a house. Sometimes we're really overly open or empathic 
and we haven't had good boundaries. You know, I mean, lots of different reasons. So let's move all of that out, whether it's um, an uh, energy pattern, kind of that's old pattern that's kind of been stuck in your field, or actually an unembodied um, spirit or entity. So we'll we'll do those two prayers, and then we will fill ourselves up and do some work around joy. Perfect. Okay. So we call upon Archangel Michael and his legions alongside the Akashic beings of light and divine source. Please surround us in your light and love and keep us protected and safe as we command the release of all energies, interferences, thoughts, feelings, patterns, programming, and imprinting across all time and space, in all dimensions and levels, and all places and planes that are not in alignment with my highest, our highest Akashic blueprints. They are to leave our bodies, our minds, and our energy fields now and forever. We ask our record keepers to recycle that as they remove them and for the highest good of all concerned. (sighs) And so it is. Mm. And then we'll just move the regular old humans out of our space. (laughs) (laughs) Often it's our family members, different people like that, Mm. our partners, sometimes our friends, people who are worried about us because we're on this spiritual journey and they may think it's weird, right? They may judge it. And so we just want to send them off with love and grace and reclaim our field and space. So we ask our Mother, Father, Goddess, God to assist us in clearing and releasing all outside energies, all people that are in our body, aura, and energy field. Please send their energy back to that person from which it came or send it to divine source to be recycled for the highest good of all. We are filled with our purest energy and the highest vibration we can now hold. And so as we bring this kind of healing segment to a close, we talked in the beginning about bringing in the beautiful energy of joy, and we will ask our record keepers to fill us with that highest energy and vibration of joy and of love and of peace and ease. All of these beautiful high vibrational energies that are already part of the infinite soul that you are. And it pours down into your crown chakra, all the way down into your feet and filling your whole body with this beautiful divine energy of light, joy, love, peace that you are. Pouring over and filling your whole auric field. Just letting yourself notice and feel this love as it expands and swirls and is you and joy. And we ask our record keepers to create a beautiful rainbow shield around us. And I do that really by activating the seven layers of 
the akash of the <laughs> of the um aura so we really add the auric layers or just kind of call them in to activate them more clearly because often our aura is um, not that strong if we don't focus on it. So we activate the red layer and the orange layer and the yellow as it just comes all around our beautiful golden egg of joy and love and peace and ease. And gratitude, they're saying. And then we add a layer of green on top of the yellow and blue and indigo and violet. Mm. And we really activate this beautiful rainbow shield with the knowing that we are safe, that we are guided, guarded, and protected as we go through our life and that no one may enter this energy field, this sovereign field of you without your permission or your consent. And this is how it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it be. And so it is. <laughs> is everyone feeling a little more sparkly here? <laughs> a little lighter? Oh, that was a lot of relief, but then I love that you clear, but then you fill. Mm. Yeah, clear and fill, clear and fill. (laughs) And and then, you know, activate that protective, sovereign rainbow shield and, you know, that golden egg of joy. Um, Yeah, may we all, you know, move forward throughout the rest of our day just feeling so protected, um, just excited, delighted, (laughs) grateful, happy, joyful, peaceful. Wow, Lisa, thank you for always being so generous um, with these healings, and thank you to the Akashic Masters and everyone else who supported. Um, That was beautiful. That was really beautiful. We are so grateful for you for creating the space to do this collective work for humanity. And so thank you, Carrie. Mm. I am grateful and just want to remind everybody, too, that the Rainbow Shield, a part of what we did, quite a few of the pieces of the work that we just all did together, I teach you in the live upcoming workshop that will start at the end of February. So um, I so look forward to having so many of of you listening in the live workshop with me so we can do so much more of this work for ourselves and for humanity. This is truly how we are ascending and creating the new earth. So thank you for creating the space for us to do that. Oh, thank you, Lisa. And for all of you listening, I hope you'll give yourself that gift. And it's really going to awaken your gifts. And, you know, like Lisa said, and so you can share them with the world and really just um, harmonize your journey. Um, (laughs) It can be as simple as that, too. (laughs) Um, So, Lisa, thank you and congratulations with your new new book. Um, Thank you. uh, and uh wow and thank you to everyone for the gift of you your mas- magical mystical beautiful selves thank you for your readiness your openness your willingness to be here 
um, just your loving presence. Um, we appreciate you. You're welcome to write in. Let us know how you're doing. What, notice what stood out for you, what shifted for you, what feels different. And then just let the brilliant, bountiful, beautiful blessings flow to you, multiply, ignite. Just open up to receive the benefits of all the clearing and everything that's, that's happened here today. Uh, and just remember you're a sacred being, a creator being, a multidimensional master of light. And I hope that this supports you in claiming that for yourself. So thank you so much for being with us today and going on this soulful adventure with us. I am sending waves and waves of love and light and joy from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, and then share it with everyone you encounter today um, or tonight, wherever you happen to be in the world. And until next time, I just encourage you to shine, as always, instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. Take flight, beautiful beacons of light, and I'll see you back here in this playground of light next time. Uh, bye, everybody.